All right, shall we say good morning? Good morning. Let us begin. Begin by thanking all of our sponsors for share this morning. To thank our Talmud Torah sponsors for the month of Tevez, the Dafyomi share in memory of Mr. Milton Martyr, Mordechai David Ben Rafal HaKohen, Shirley Elbaumann family for dedicating the Sherman Drushos this month, mission of the yard site of Shirley's husband, of Jerry Elbaum, Yaakov Koppel, Ben Rabavram Menachem. Our Dafyomi sponsors today, Milt Gertner in memory of his mother, Fanny Gertner, Fruma Bas Yitzchok Michel, Chaim Rothschild, the commission on the art site of his father, Yitzchok Ben Leib Shlomo, and Sarah Rockman for a Rafur Shlema for Aaron Michael Ben Sara. We hope that in the merit of our Talmud Torah, all of the Neshamas will have an Aliyah, the families in Chama, and all those who require a Rafuah should have one together with Kol Cholei Yisrael. Now, we'll say with that, let us, let us begin. So, Baruch Hashim, we have a beautiful, beautiful daf. I forgot to actually put that out on the chat last night, that it is a beautiful, beautiful daf ahead of us today. First of all, a brand new parak. Always something exciting about starting a brand new parak. Baruch Hashim, like a a renewal, new opportunities. New opportunities. And so with that, let us begin. So today, we begin the ninth parak of Meseches Nidar. Rabbi Eliezer Omer. Rabbi Eliezer says as follows. So we'll say really interesting sugya. Pochsin la'adam bekavod abu. So we'll say, so just to, just to go ahead and, just to go ahead and frame this a little bit. So remember, we've spoken about this before, and now we're going to get a little bit more into the mechanics of hatara and hafara. I so remember, we loosely translate these terms. The English, the English that's often associated with these terms is hatara means annulment, hafara means revocation, which again, it, it, it's, these are words that, that the English definition doesn't help us as much. We'll see the real definition when we see the process. So right now, what we're going to be focusing on is hataras nidarim. Now, both saying, in order to go ahead and create the hatara, create an annulment of the Naja, what do you need? They will say, number one, what do you need? A Pesach. Remember again, we'll say, and we've seen this before, all about a Pesach. What's a Pesach? A Pesach is an opening. An opening could take one of two forms. Generally, again, what an opening does is it says, had I known this piece of information, had I, let me say it differently, had I known what I know now, then, what's the then, or when's the then? When I made the nether, I would have never made the nether. We have a lot of Pesach moments in life, right? Had I known then what I know now, how differently I would have lived my life. Okay. In any event, so we'll say, so that's a Pesach. That's a simple Pesach. Now, I will say, the truth is, what's another form of Pesach, a common form of Pesach? Is, is charata, is remorse. Is remorse. And again, charata says, I regret ever having made the nether. So we'll say, so again. So therefore, the Mishnah says as follows, Rabbi Yezir Omer, so we could create a Pesach, create an opening for another, ultimately, again, utilizing the covet of one's parents. Now we'll say, now what does this mean? Take a look at the Ran, top Ran. So, literally, we could create a Pesach for a person using the honor of his parents. We say to the guy, so let's call him Ruvain, right? Ruvain made a nether. And we say to Ruvain, so he said to Reuven, Reuven, you made a nether. Reuven, had you known that your nether would be an embarrassment to your parents? I will say, now to be clear, Reuven's nether has nothing to do with his parents, right? In other words, he didn't make a nether about his parents. He just made a nether. And we say to Reuven, Reuven, had you realized 
That your neder would cause embarrassment to your parents. Now, how is the neder going to cause embarrassment to his parents? Says, says the Ranki Darminon, the Karul Rishia Bar Tzadiga, Rishia Bar Rishia, Kluma Yisa Noder. So, must remember again, a person who goes ahead and makes a neder is called a Rasha. We've already seen this, that Chazal did not take kindly to people who make nedarim. And ultimately, again, and ultimately, the problem is when the child becomes a Rasha, it reflects poorly on the parents. So now, how did you realize that your taking of a neder would reflect poorly on your parents? Would you have gone ahead and taken that neder? Lashon Achul, the other possibility says the Ran, Shaomri Shiomru Sha'atal Maratamehem Shachim Mizazmanadarm. So, this is always one of these interesting things. What else do we say, right? When a child does something wrong, right, the first reaction that people often have is, ah, uh, must have gotten that in the home. Must have gotten that in the home. Of course, you know, sometimes looking further from the truth, parents could do everything right. Children still have their own free will about what they're going to do, what they're not going to do. But in any event, what we say to Ruvain is, what we say to Ruvain is, had you realized that by making the Dharam, this would reflect poorly on your family, would you have still made it? So again, that's what it means when it says, Rabbi Eliezer, Omer, so Elezer says, this is a proper Pesach. And if Reuven were to say, no, you know what? Had I realized that my taking of Nidarim would reflect poorly on my family, I would not have done it. I will say, by the way, what a, what a profound Yisod. What, what, what is Rabbi Eliezer teaching us? That whether we realize it or not, everything we do is a reflection on our family. I will say, so again, remember, we know, especially as we get older, that what our children do is not really a reflection of us, or some of it may be a reflection of us, but ultimately my child has their own bechira, has their own free will as well. But it's important when we live life to recognize that everything we do does reflect back on our family. Whether it's my parents' fault or it's not my parents' fault, Lamaisa, what I do reflects back. And that requires of us a heightened level of committed behavior. Because if at the end of the day, the world is going to judge my family, my parents, my grandparents, based on how I act, rightly or wrongly, that creates a heightened level of responsibility for how I live. So Eliezer says, this creates a proper Pesach. The Chum say, no, it doesn't work. It does not work. The Chum essentially say, this is not a proper Pesach. And therefore, again, this would not create a, this would not create a Pesach for a neder. Okay, I'm Rabbi Tzadok. So Rabbi Tzadok says, well, one second, Rabbi Eliezer, if you could go ahead and create a Pesach through Kavod Aviv, the emo. In other words, so we'll say, what Rabbi Eliezer is saying is like this, just to play this out. Ruvik made a nether. Rabbi Eliezer said, what was his nether? His nether was, Konam she, that's just a little Chazara, Konam Sha'ani Toin Yayin, right, Ad HaKatsir. Right, what does that mean? He took a nether not to drink wine until when? Good, fig harvest, excellent, right? Good. So the fig harvest, she will say, so now we call the name, we call it Ruvain. Ruvain. You know, you know what they say about guys who are making darim? You must have heard your parents making the darim freely at home, right? So how did you realize that your nether would go and reflect poorly on your parents? Would you have made the nether? Ruvain says, no, chasra, of course not. Good. That's a charata, or that's a pesach, I should say, that's a pesach. And the nether is, the nether is annulled. The nether is annulled. So chacham say, no, that doesn't work. Rabbi Tzabek says, well, Rabbi Eliezer, if you're going to use the Anra parents to create the Pesach, I'll do you one better. Why don't you do this? It's, why don't we call Ruvain and say, Ruvain, 
Forget about forget about covet of parents. What about covet of the Ribono Shalom? Ruben, had you realized that your taking of a nether is an affront to God? I want to remember again, this goes back to Rabbi Nassim. What does Rabbi Nassim say? Kala noder, kilo bonabama, vahamakhaimo, kilo hikrif karbanala, right? Rabbi Nassim, again, if you, if, you build, if you make a nether, it's as if you built a bama. And if you fulfill the nether, it's as if what? As if what? You offered up a karban, which means every single nether presents a theological affront to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So Ritzavik says, call in Ruben and say, Ruben, had you realized that your nether ultimately again is an affront to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, would you have made it? And this should create also a proper Pesach. So let's take a look at the Ryan for just a moment. I will say, what Rabbi Tzaddik, Rabbi Tzaddik is really talking to Rabbi Eliezer. Saying, Rabbi Eliezer, if you allow the honor of parents to create a Pesach, you should certainly allow the honor of HaKadosh Baruch Hu to create a Pesach. Or I should say, create a Pesach with the honor of Hashem. He goes on, he says, Liftop, B'Kavad HaMakom, Sha'omrim, Mirim, Durad, Sha'omrim, Lo, Eva, Yisiyodeh, Kishinadarta, Sha'isa, Mekel, B'Kavad HaMakom. Had you realized, Ruvain, had you realized when you made a Nadar, that you were treading upon the dignity, the cover of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Amir HaBesifri, Shukinoder, B'Melech, Atzmo, Klum Hayisa, Noder. So I want to say it's pretty solid, right? Pretty solid. It's a pretty solid passage that Rizal is bringing up. So I want to say the Gemara says, Amru Lo, I'm sorry, Shulav, So I want say to which the Gemara responds, it sounds like what's happening over here is, the Chachamim are responding, or someone's responding, in other words, in Hagos Fitziyunim, they add in the words, Amru Lo. They said back to Rabbi Tzadok, Imkein Ein Nedar. If that's the case, Rabbi said, then what? Then there is never a Nedar. In other words, okay, we've already established, every single Nedar, in a way, is an affront to HaKadosh Baruch especially, again, if you look at the idea of Rabbi Nasan, every single Nedar. So if that's the case, that you could create a Pesach by saying, had you realized that your nether is an affront to the covenant of HaKadosh Baruch would you have made the nether? So we'll say, then there's no more nedarim. Now, we'll discuss in the Yimar exactly what that means. There's no more nedarim. There's no more nedarim. We'll say, Bipashtus, what it means, we're going to see in the Yimar is, we'll say, see, imagine this situation. Imagine every single time a person makes a nether, they're called in, right? And the basin says, by the way, had you realized that your nether was an affront to God, would you have made it? And I will say, there's only one way to answer that question, which is, no. <laughs> You're like, well, let me get back to you. Right? Okay, let me think about it. In other words, so I'll say, so it's a setup. In other words, and with that, that means there's never a nether. There's never a nether. So that, that, that can't be a proper Pesach. Again, we'll discuss more in the Gimara. But say, but let's go back there. So we'll say, so here's what we have. Here's what we have. Leaving aside Rabbi Tzaddik for now, we have a fundamental machlokus from Eliezer and the Chachamim. Okay, so let's, let's go with what we know. What do we know? Number one, one of the ways in which one could go ahead and essentially remove a nether is through the process of Hatara. We're, we're, we are right now defining Hatara as annulment. In order to affect Hatara, what do you need? What do you need? A Pesach. What does a Pesach do? A Pesach essentially says, provides you now, or, or brings, to, brings to mind information now, that had you known it at the time of the nether, you would not have made the nether. So that could take the form of new information, or good old charata, just simple regret or remorse. Simple regret or remorse. So I'll say, so now, we have Rabbi Lezer saying, that honor of parents, honor of parents, could create a proper Pesach. 
Had Ruvain, had you known at the time of the neder that your taking of a neder of being affronts the dignity of your parents, would you have made it? And again, if Ruvain says no, then Lemais again, that's a proper Pesach. Rabbi Lezer says that works. Chamsay doesn't work. However, here we go. Modem Chacham Rabbi Eliezer Bedaver Shebeino Laav Lebein Aviv Viimo Shepos Chino Bechavod Avavimo. Oh, so we'll say now. Watch this. So there is an exception to this rule. There is a case where the Chachamim will agree with Rabbi Eliezer that creating a Pesach with the honor of parents works. When is that? When the nether itself involves the parents. Rabbi Eliezer, now take a look. Take a look for just a moment at the rush on the bottom right-hand corner. The rush, you see it? So we'll say it's about two, four, six, about seven, eight lines up from the bottom of the rush. Shabbosay, the Rosh just gives a simple example of this. Let's say Ruvain made a nether, right? He says to his father, Konam Sha'at Nenisli. Dad, you're not allowed to get any benefit from me. That was the nether he made. Shabbosay. Now, in that case, the Gemara says, right, we could call him Ruvain and we could say, Ruvain, you know, how do you realize that your nether would be an affront to your father? Would you have made it? And I both say, in that case, even the Chachamim agree that that's a proper Pesach. Why? Why? Because the, ne- the father himself is what? Is what? He's a party to the nether. So again, in other words, it seems to me the Machlokis Chacham Rebbe is just playing the parent card in a nether that has nothing to do with the parents. So in that case, Rebbe says it still works. Chacham say it doesn't work. But everyone will agree that when the, when the parents themselves are a parent, is a party to the neder that creating a Pesach through the honor of parents ultimately works. Incredible. Va'ot Amrav Eliezer is really great. So I tell you what's so fascinating about this. Now we're getting into the real mechanics of Hataras and Dharma, which is really fascinating. Va'ot Amrav Eliezer, Rabbi Eliezer. Rabbi Eliezer says as follows. Poschin Benolad. Also fascinating. You could create a Pesach through Nolad. Through Nolad. Then I will say, now what is Nolad? Nolad means new circumstances. Let's say I will say, new circumstances came to light after you made the nether. Those circumstances were not in effect at the time of the nether. But now, based on the new circumstances, I would not have made the nether. So I will say, see, you hear this? See, generally, what does Pesach say? What does Pesach say? Pesach says, had I known then what I know now, I would not have made the nether. What happens if new information or new reality comes to light now that was not present? But had I known this new reality or had this new reality been in effect, then I would have never made the nether. That's called nolot. Nolot is a new circumstance that just came about that had it been in effect or had it been present at the time I made the nether, I would have never made the nether. So is that creator proper Pesach? So the Gemara says, Rabbi Lezer, Rabbi Lezer says, Poschim Menolor, Chacham say, no, you can't create a Pesach out of Nolor. Rabbi Lezer say, what's the case? Kate said, this is great. Amar, Konam Shani Nana Le'ish Ploni. Rabbi say, watch this. I say, I make an What's my nether? Konam Shani Nana Le'Ruvein. I am not going to get any benefit from Ruvein. Okay, that's the nether. Fine. Then what happens? V'na'a says Sofer. Ruvein then becomes a Sofer. Right, he becomes a sofer. So I say, so now what happens? And he's the only guy in town from whom to buy mezuzahs. By the way, sofer can mean a lot of different things. We'll just go just with a partial understanding of it over here. Right, Ruben goes in and becomes a sofer. Now, for example, the rush says, sofer doesn't mean a sofer. The rush says it means, Tamut Chacham Va'kol Tzrichin Lo. He's a teacher of Torah. 
He gives the only uh, daf yomi shirin. I need to learn daf yomi. Right? So what, what, what am I going to do? So I'll say, so now what happened? I made a nether about Ruvain. Right? I'm not going to get a nether from Ruvain. That was before Ruvain Baruch Hashem became a sofer. Now he becomes a sofer and now I need him. Now we'll say, had he been a sofer at the time of the nether, then what? Then what? I would not have made the nether. Or, for example, this is interesting. Osha Hayamasi es bino. I was like, or Ruben is marrying off his son, and this is going to be the wedding of the century. Right? So, again, 25 carving stations, right? Everything. So, again, I would have never made a nether. 25 carving, 15 car, five carving stations, two carving stations, right? I would have never made such a nether like this. So, I was say, so now what's that, huh? So again, I say, So we'll say, so again, so I say, had I realized that Reuben was going to become a sofer, I would have never made the nether. Had I realized that Reuben was going to be making the chasen of the century, and I would have been invited, I would have never made the nether. So we'll say, here is the problem. The problem is, these circumstances were not in effect at the time the nether was made. This is called nola, new circumstances. So once again, Rabbi Eliezer says, no love circumstances can be used to create a Pesach. So in other words, had I known at the time of the nether that Reuven was going to become a sulfur, had I known at the time of the nether that Reuven was going to go ahead and marry off his son, it was going to be the wedding of the century, I would have never made the nether. But as it says, that works. Chacham is saying, no, 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 that's not works. You can't make a Pesach with no love. I will say the only way to make a Pesach is what? It with pre-existing circumstances. In other words, they have to be realities that existed at the time of the actual nether, but of which I was unaware. Fundamental machlokis. Incredible. Weiter. So I'll say, watch this. Another case. Another case. I say, I'm never walking into this house. And then what happens, say. Then what happens? It becomes a shul. It becomes a shul. Now I want to be able to go into the shul. So what happens? So once again, I'm say this is another case of no love. This is case of no love. Right? So I say, oh, had I known that the house was going to become a shul, I would have never made the nether. So also, what's the Rabbi Eliezer Matir, Ultimately, again, Rabbi Eliezer says it works. So what's that? Rabbi Eliezer says that you could create a Pesach out of no love. You could create an opening for Ataras and the Darim out of new circumstances. Come say, no, you can't. Come say, absolutely not. It doesn't work. Now, we'll say, let me show you something amazing. I, I, can't, I can't hold back from sharing this with you now, even though, again, it's like a shtickle spoiler alert, because, again, you're going to get a little information. But I will say, it's incredible. Take a look at the rush. So we'll say, why do the Chachamim say that Nola doesn't work? In other words, we'll say, think about this for just a moment. Rebbe Yezra seems to, seems to kind of put forward a pretty, a pretty strong argument. Again, I would say, take a look at this last case, right? Konam, I'm not entering into this house. And then the house becomes a shul. So I say, look, I would have never made the nether, I would have never made the nether had I known that the house was going to become a shul. So Eliezer says, that works. That works. Come and say, no, it doesn't work. Mostly, look at the rush. So the rush is, I have to go there. I have to get glasses. I think it's time I find out. The rush has convinced me. The rush, is, the rush humbles me every single day. So it's two, four, six, seven lines up from the Bible. I'll say, look at the rush. Va'od Amr Lazar. Kula acheres benedarim, pochsim benedarim, benolod, ki gon davar she'eno matsui, benolod, vinishadish acher shenoder, viliyodemei kar she'ishadish davar ze lo ha'isi noder. So we'll say, the Rosh has in a very interesting word if you notice. What's the whole chap with nolod? The whole chap with nolod? 
דבר שאינו מצוי. In general, I make an editor not to get benefit from someone. I will say why. In other words, think about this. When would you make an editor not to get benefit from someone? Let's be honest. If I assume that what? That person has nothing to offer me. Right? So now suddenly Ruben gets his act together. Right? Mazel tov, right? He gets his act together. And now he's the sofa, right? He's the sofa in town. So suddenly I need him. So the rush says, that, that is, in the rush's word, is, 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 is no lot is davashin al-matsui. It's an uncommon reality. So I'll say, so now I understand the Chum. So Rabbi Lezza says, this works for Pesach. I'll say, look at the next rush. The Chum, the Chum, say, listen to this. The time of the Charata, and I'll say, now understand, and this is really interesting. Every Pesach is embedded, or I should say, utilizes the element of Charata. What's Charata? What's Charata? Remorse. Or as well say, what, what does the Pesach say? I regret having made this nether. Why do I regret having made this nether? Because had I known then what I know now, ultimately I would have not made the nether. So we'll say, remember, so this is interesting. So when we think about charata, we think about charata just like straight out of charata. I regret having made the nether, period. That's true, but every type of Pesach is embedded in some type of charata. So, all right? I regret having made the nether. Had I known then what I know now, I would not have made the nether, i.e. I regret having made the nether. So watch this. Chum said this. Time the charata, mishum da mishum sha'ayi de charata nekar ha nether meikaro, u bedavar sheino matzoi eno naas a nether taos meikaro. Shabbos says, this is incredible. What's the chap of hataras nedarim? Right? In other words, I was like, let's, 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 let's take this forward for just a moment. When I go ahead and I say, I say, I make a nether. Let's, let's take an easy case in which that everybody agrees with. I make a nether not to, not to allow my father to get benefit from me. And then they say, you know what? How did you realize that this nether would be disparaging to your father? Would you have made it? And I say, I say, no. So we'll say, what does that do? What that brings to mind is, had I known at the time that I made the nether, that this nether would have been embarrassing to my father, ultimately, again, I would have never made it. Therefore, I regret having made it. And that charata retroactively undoes the nether, right? It, it, it uproots the nether. That only works as a chum with something that is common. Let me, let me illustrate this to you. If let's, because in other words, what we say is, had you known at the time of the nether, or had you possessed at the time of the nether, the knowledge that you now possess, you would have never made the nether. But I will say, but that's not true with all pieces of knowledge. For example, let's say now I'm making a nether that Ruben shouldn't get benefit from me. And imagine at the time of the nether, someone said to me, Ava, what happens if Ruben becomes a sulfur? Right? What are you going to do? They both say, it's possible that I would have said, I would have said what? Right? Ruben, a sulfur? No way. Right? Or I'll roll the dice on that one. In other words, it's not so pushed that had someone presented me with the information that I would have not made the nether. Right? I make a nether not to go into a house. So someone says, one second, what happens if the house becomes a shul? 
house becomes a shul. What are, what, what are the chances that the house is going to become a shul? So the Chum say the problem with Nolad is Nolad is often a set of unforeseen circumstances or unexpected circumstances, which even had I been presented with their possibility at the time I made the nether, I still may have what? I still may have what? I still may have gone through with the nether. Therefore, the Chacham say, because I say, say, this is incredible. The Chacham say, the whole Chab, the whole Chab, with creating a Pesach through Charata, is because we're convinced that had you been presented with those facts at the time of the Neder, you would have never made it. You would have never made it. But with certain sets of facts, which are very uncommon, Eino Matzah, they're just not common, it's quite possible that even had I been presented with those facts at the time of the Neder, I still would have made the Neder. Therefore, the Chachamim say that can serve as grounds for creating a Pesach of Charata. Incredible. And therefore, the Chachamim say you can't create a Pesach with no blood. Beautiful. So we'll say, so two fundamental Machlokes in the Mishnah. But Machlokes number one is the ability to go and create a Pesach with the covenant of parents. Right? Machlokes number two is the ability to create a Pesach with no blood. Good. Says the Gemara. So let's take now. Let, let's let's jump in. So what's the Mishnah say? So what's remember again the flow of the Mishnah? Rabbi Eliezer says you could create a Pesach with covenant of parents. In other words, Ruben made a neder unrelated to his parents. We call Ruben and Tabez and Ruben. Had you realized that your neder reflects poorly on your parents, would you have made it? And Ruben says no. So Rabbi Eliezer says that's a proper Pesach. Chacham says it's not a Pesach. Rabbi Tzavik says, oh, I'll do you one even better. Why don't you call Ruben and say, you know what, Ruben, had you realized that your nedarim would reflect poorly on the ribono shalom, would you have made the nether? And the Gemara, so that's Rabbi Tzadik. But again, Amrulo, both Rabbi Eliezer and the Chum say back to Rabbi Tzadik, no, 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 if you do that, there's not going to be any nedarim. So the Gemara says, my, so let's analyze that phrase. My ain nedarim, what does that mean? What does that mean? So Amrulo Abayis, Abayis says, im kein ein nedarim nitarin yafat. So I will say, Abayi says, what's going to end up happening is, Hataras Nadarim won't be done well. Now take a look at what I say to Ran. Last Ran on the page. What does that mean? says, Ramayin Nadarim, Amr Abayi, Imkin, Ain Nadarim, Tarn Yafesh, Shafilu, Im Mitchila, Lohayin Nimna, Mipnei Kavara Makom, Lo Yoyis Panad Bekach, Lifnei Chacham, Vishaker, Viyomer, Ilo Hayisi Oder, Lo Hayisi Noder, Nimsa, Shein Nadarim, Mutarin Yafesh. So I will say, listen to this. This is what we mentioned before in the Mishnah. The problem with this approach, Rabosai, is you back people into a corner. Rabosai, what person, right? If he's brought into a, right? Ruben made a nether, he's brought into the base and he said, Ruben, had you realized that your nether was a theological affront to Echolish Baruch, would you have made it? There's only one answer to that question, which is no. And even if he doesn't mean the no, he's going to answer no. So Abai says, the problem just is with this Pesach is you're not going to have proper hataras nadarim because people are going to feel compelled ultimately, again, to say no, even if they really would have made the nether anyway. And therefore, it turns out that Allah HaTaras Nadarim is not going to happen in a proper way. So I will say, ultimately, again, that's, that's Abayi's position. Amr Bey, Amr Bey's, Rava Amr Rava says, Im Kain. Yeah, there's more to that run. There's more to that run. Fine. So I'll say, actually, just go back to the run for just a moment. I'm sorry. So I'll say, so that's why even in this case, just want to point out, even Rabbi Ali Ezer, who is of the opinion that Poschen the Kavad of the Vimo, will agree that you cannot create a Pesach out of the Kavad of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. 
Because essentially what that does is it creates an impossibility for the no there. People are simply not going to be truthful about their intentions because it's too embarrassing to say that, yes, I would have made the nether even had I realized it was an affront to HaKadosh Baruch. So you both say, see, here's what's interesting. Rabbi Eliezer would say, people, we'll say that for Ruben makes a nether, they call him the days and say, Ruben, had you realized that your nether was going to be an affront to your parents, would you have made it? See, so I both say, what is Ruben going to answer? What is Ruben going to answer? Maybe yes, maybe no. I don't know, say, with parents, it's a roll of the dice. It's a roll of the dice. In other words, a person might say, yeah, yeah, you know, I don't care about my parents, I don't like my parents, I love my parents, but I need to make this nether anyway, so I need to do in life. It's possible he can answer, it's quite a but he can still answer truthfully. In the Kavanah Makom scenario, no one's going to answer truthfully. <laughs> Everyone's going to feel compelled to say, of course I would have never made this nether had I realized it was an affront to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Therefore you skew, or essentially you undermine the entire process of Ajar Zedam. That's a vibe. Rav Amrav says, I'm a base. Rava says, no, there's another mechan- a mechanistic problem. What's the mechanistic problem? No one is going to go to a Chacham for Antaras Nadar. Meaning what was it? Take a look at the Ran. Ran is on the right-hand side of the page. Rava Amar, so we'll say, this is fascinating. Rabbi says we have a logistical issue. What's our logistical issue? If this really was a proper Pesach, then what? No one is ever going to go to a Chacham for a Taras Nadarim. Rather, Rabbi say, how are people going to do a Taras Nadarim? In the comfort of your own home. Remember again, if this is a proper Pesach, in other words, if there is such a Pesach, had I known that the neder is an affront to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I never made the neder. So ultimately, again, I don't need to go to anyone. I could just do that myself. And the problem is, I'll say what? You can't do hataras nedarim yourself. That in fact does not work. So I'll say, so here's what's interesting. Remember, everyone is agreeing that ultimately, poschin bekavad hamakom, using the dignity or the honor of HaKadosh Baruch Hu as a Pesach, does not work. Machlokas Abayi Rabbis to why it doesn't work. Abaye says, because people aren't going to be truthful. Everyone's going to be forced to say or feel compelled to say, of course I would have never made the nether had I known it was an affront to the dignity of Hashbarak. And Rabbis says, there's just going to be a breakdown of Hataras Nadarim, because everyone is just going to assume that you could do Hataras Nadarim yourself. So we'll say, so let's analyze. Tanan, Modim Chachamun Rabbi Eliezer, B'davr Shabbin Olivin Abba V'imo, Shepos Chinlo B'kavod Abba V'imo. And remember again, this is now the second part of the Mishnah, that everyone does agree if Ruving made a nether that directly impacts his parents, right? Ruving made a nether that his father can't get Hanav from him. So in that case, the Chachamim do agree with Rabbi Eliezer that you could use the dignity of the parents to create a Pesach. Now watch this. So according to Abaye, the Amr Imkin in the Darnitarin, so now, according to Abayi, who says that the whole problem with Kavad HaMakom was that people won't have the chutzpah to answer, to, to answer or to speak their mind. In this case, it makes sense. Why, Abosai? Because since Lamaisa Ruvain had the chutzpah to make a neder, prohibiting his father from getting Hana from him, 
Reuven would also have the chutzpah to answer truthfully. As you will say, when confronted, see, here's what's interesting. When confronted, ultimately, right, so let's play out the case. Reuven made a nether that his father, his father Yaakov, can't get benefit from him. So now, we call Reuven in today's and say, Reuven, Reuven, this nether is such an embarrassment to your father. Had you realized that this nether would cause an embarrassment to your father, would you have made it? Now, we'll say, now why is that a proper Pesach? Because the Gemara says, the Gemara says, because the same Reuven who made the nether, Reuven's not a fool, he knows that the nether is an embarrassment to his father, but he made it anyway. So therefore, the fact that he made it will also allow him to answer the base incorrectly as well. And if indeed, again, he doesn't mind being a mechotzev to his parents, he'll, the nether will stand. So because we know that he'll answer truthfully, therefore, again, the Pesach works. In this case, don't we have to still be concerned for the concern of Rava? Remember again, what was Rava's concern? Rava's concern is that if we create these type of Pesach, right? Again, I'm speaking specifically about the Pesach of Kavad HaMakom, everyone's going to do Hom HaTaras Nedarim, right? Hom HaTaras, they're going to think they don't need a Chacham. Wouldn't that same concern apply in this case? To which the Gemara says, Amri, Kevan Dechol Nidre, Lo Sagi Lahom Delav Chacham, Hachanami Poschim. It's different, says the Gemara. says, Ravi even agrees that in this case it'll work. Why? Because since a person knows that in every other case they require a Chacham, therefore, Halacha, they're not going to take liberties with Hataras Nadarim in this case, even though, again, Hataras Nadarim in this case is perhaps a little bit more intuitive because it has to do with the dignity of the parent. But Halacha, they're going to realize that since in every other case, we require a basin, so too in this case, or at least a Talmud Chacham, so too in this case, they're going to require a Talmud Chacham. We'll say, take a look at the Ran for just a moment. The Ran is in the, in, in the intermediate wide lines. Third to last intermediate wide line. Kevan Nechol Nidre, Lo Sagye, Luhu Belochacham, Shari B'Shar Nadarim, Eim Pochsin, Eim, sorry, Eim Poschin, Bahem Bekavon Avavi Imo. So we'll say, so ultimately, since in all other cases of Nadarim, I mean Nadarim that don't have to do with the honor of the parents, right? We don't allow a Pesach based on the honor of the parents. When we talk Sheini Yodea Limsov and Pesach, since in general, we're not allowing Kavod Avid in Imo to be a Pesach in all Nidarim, but only in specific Nidarim, and therefore a person is used to going to a Chacham for a Karas Nidarim, he'll come to go to the Chacham even in this case where Kavod Avid the Imo is a proper Pesach. What we have over here is as follows. What we have over here is as follows. So therefore, we're left with a mahlogis between Rabbi Eliezer and the Chachamim, right? Namely, is the honor of parents, or the, I should say, the dishonor to parents, a proper Pesach for a neder which has nothing to do with parents? Rabbi Eliezer says yes, the Chachamim say no. Chachamim say no. First of all, I will say, so again, what's, what's at the, what's, so okay, fine. Then you have Rabbi Tzadah. Then you have Rabbi Tzadah. Rabbi Tzadok wants to say, well, if honor of parents is enough to create a Pesach, or I should say dishonor to parents, is enough to create a Pesach in the case of an adder that has nothing to do with parents, then what else should work? What else should work? Dishonor to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But both Rabbi Lezim and come saying, no, 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 that can't work. Why? Because imkain a nidarim. If that's the case, there's going to be no nidarim. What's the problem with this no nidarim? We'll say, so Maklokis Abai and Rabbi. Abai says, no nidarim means... If you use, if I say, any person you call into base and you say, listen, 
Had you realized that your hand was at the sound of Tarkin's part, would you have made it? There's only one way to answer that question, which is no. And therefore, Abayi says people are going to be dishonest. People are going to be dishonest, and therefore you undermine the whole idea of Atar Saddam. Rabbi says, no, no, no. The issue is people are going to get smart, and they're going to say, well, if dishonor to God is the proper Pesach, then what? I don't need to go to Basin. I could just annul my own Nidar, and you have an entire breakdown of the system of Atar Saddam. So we'll say, that's the Machlokes. How do we paskin? How do we paskin about say? So we paskin in this case like Tachachalim, namely that using dishonor to pair of parents as a Pesach in a nether that has nothing to do with parents. That's what we're talking about now, right? And Ruve makes a nether, I'm not going to drink wine up until the cups here, up until the fig harvest. Say, Ruve, you know, you're now, you're now a noder. You're now a noder. And do you know how badly it reflects on your family that you're a noder? Right? Now again, the net doesn't include his parents. So, so Chacham say that is not our proper Pesach. That is how we him. We him that using the dignity of parents to create a Pesach, to create an opening for a Hataras, the Darim, does not work. Like the Chacham. Therefore, we'll say, by extension, of course, we also know that, of course, you can't be posting the Kavad HaMakom. Obviously, again, if it's not going to work to use the honor of parents to create a Pesach, it's certainly what? not going to work to use the covet of HaKadosh Baruch Hu to create a Pesach either. Good. And we'll say, now we go weiter. Now we go weiter. So we'll say, remember again, what was the next major machlokes in the Gemara? The next major machlokes was Nolot. Nolot. So we'll say, what's Nolot? So exciting. So exciting. What's Nolot? New circumstances. So we'll say, so remember again, the paradigmatic example, or I should say, the, the normative, before we saw this mission of Osa, norm, the, right, the normative framework for Ataras Nadarim is how, how does it work? Again, Ruvain, the Noder, says there's certain information that I have now, right, that was present at the time of the Nadar, but what? But what? But what? I was unaware of that information. Had I been aware of that information at the time I made the Nadar, I would have never made the nether. That's the Pesach. So I will say, you know, it's, it's kind of like, like Lahabdil. You know how like, again, if you try to get insurance, right? But you have pre-existing conditions, right? So you might have a problem. So again, that's, that's what a Pesach is. A Pesach is pre-existing conditions, but I was unaware of it. I wasn't aware of it. That's, and that's the whole cap over here. There was information present at the time of the nether of which I was unaware. But had I been aware, I would have never made the nether. So now I will say, what's no love? Nolad is new information that came about when? When? After I made the nether. But had I known about that information, had I known this was going to occur, I would have never made the nether. That's Nolad. Rabbi Eliezer says, that's a valid Pesach. Chacham say, not a valid Pesach. So here we go. So my comment Rabbi Eliezer was so exciting. So Rabbi Eliezer says, why does Nolad work? So I'll say, now I'll say, now remember again, we saw in the rush, we saw in the rush, why doesn't Nolod work? Remember again, we'll say one more moment. Why doesn't, according to him, why doesn't Nolod work? Because the whole chap of charata only works if what? Common circumstances, which if they were known, a person wouldn't have made a nether. The whole chap of Nolod, to borrow the Lashen of the Rush, the whole chap of Nolod is, is, what's his Lashen? Uh, was, Davr Shen thank you. It's a Davr Shen It's an uncommon development. So because it's an uncommon development, it's not Pashit that even had, in other words, 
even had the Noder thought about this possibility, he may still have made the Neder. So I'll say, Sina, here we go. Says the Gemara, my time Rebbe Lezer. So what's Rebbe Lezer's logic? That Nova is a proper, is a proper, is a proper, is a, that Nola allows for Hataras Nadar. And what's the reason? Amr of Chista Damar Krabos is Krabos. He calls on a Pasek. Damar Krabos Pasek says, Ki meisu kol anashim. So I was saying, now watch this. It's incredible. Because, okay, let, let me fill in the blanks a little bit over here. So, if you look at the Ran, so the Ran supposed to say, in the wide lines, it's two, four, six, seven lines up from the bottom. This is HaKadosh Baruch who's speaking to Moshe. When Moshe Aminu is in Midian, I just remember again, Moshe Abinu fled Egypt, fled Egypt, went to Midian, got married, settled down, was living with Yisrael. Meets HaKadosh Baruch by the burning bush. HaKadosh Baruch essentially conscripts him into the service of God. And now Hashem says to Moshe, by the way, time for you to go down to Egypt, because all the people who wanted to kill you, they all died. They all died. So now look at the Ran. Ki meisya kolosh ha'abakshem es'nafshecho, afa gab di Yisro hishbiya l'moshe, k'erichsid ba'yo ha'moshe l'shev es'esayish, this is incredible. Moshe Rabbeinu had made a nether or a shavua, right? What was the nether? Yisro, Yisro adjured him, right? Yisro made him make a nether or a shavua, but he's not going to go ahead and leave Midian. Okay, now what happens? So Moshe is under oath. Not to leave Midian. Now what happens? God says to Moshe, you can come back now. You can go back now to Mitzrayim. Why? Because the people who wanted to harm you are dead. So the Rebbe Loza says, suppose that death is a case of no lot. Right? New circumstances. Okay, Moshe, you agreed to this neder or you agreed to this oath at a particular time because you were in danger. Now the people who posed a danger to you are dead. So therefore, again, and yet Rebbe saying, what happens? What's the end of the story? What's the end of the story? Moshe goes back down to Mitzrayim. So this is, what do you see from here? Poschin lo Pesach benolad. You buy poschin lo benolad. You could create a Pesach benolad. Again, Rebbe says, paradigmatic example. These guys, Rebbe said, by the way, isn't this like a, a ridiculously amazing conversation? God is telling Moshe to go down to Egypt. Right? So I'll say, that, that should kind of be like where the conversation begins and ends, right? We're, 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 we're done here. We're done here. So I'll say, but, but what do you see? Loba shamayim, right? Torah is not in shamayim. And therefore, even in the way we conduct our lives, even if, I, even if the baskal comes out, right, you have to conduct your life in accordance with the framework of Torah, right? There's no dispensations for the framework of Torah, right? Everyone, even Moshe Rabbeinu, is bound by the framework of halacha. I will say it's an incredible, you know, sometimes we think, oh, I have extenuating circumstances, and my extenuating circumstances allow me to live outside of the confines of halacha. No one lives outside of the confines of halacha. Even Moshe Rabbeinu to go down to Egypt, it's not just enough, but HaKadosh Baruch who told me to do so. No, there needs to be a reason. There's a mechanism. Moshe, you're under oath. You're under oath. You need a Pesach. What's your Pesach? What's Moshe Rabbeinu's Pesach? No love. Dasan and Abiram, who want the Torah, Moshe Rabbeinu, are dead. So in fact, fact that Moshe Rabbeinu goes, what's this? No, it's such an incredible Musa, right? We think, again, I have extenuating circumstances. And my extenuating circumstances allow me to do this, or not to have to do this. If Moshe Rabbeinu needs a Pesach to go down to Mitzrayim, then no matter what is happening in my life, 
I have to make sure that I live my life within the confines of halacha as well. So dramatic. So the Gemara says, my kamayim. So we'll say, what's the Rabbanon's logic? Well, it's, so again, it was, sounds pretty compelling. Why do the Rabbanon say this? Why do the Rabbanon say that you can't create a Pesach with no love? Kasavri hanomi maisi. They say, no, no, Dasan Adim didn't die. They didn't die. They'll say they weren't dead. Vaha, Amr Biyokhan, Mishra, Mishra, and Yochai, Komakum Shneman, Nitsim, Nitsavim, Eno Ela Dasan Vadiram. They'll say, Dasan Adim are alive and kicking for a very long time. When do Dasan Adim ultimately die? When do they die? In the rebellion of Korach. Right, that's when they die, but they're alive and well. So what happened? Amr Shlakish, Shiyardu Menechseim. Dasan Adim didn't die. Rather, I will say, what happened? They became poor. They became poor. And I will say, now here's what's interesting. Here's what's interesting. So how does that answer the question? I will say, you know, we'll have to stop over here for today. I, I know, I'm leaving on a cliffhanger. I will say, so again, the shy, okay, so that's fine. They didn't die. They just became poor. Fine. How does that answer up the problem? I will say, Mirat Hashem to be continued tomorrow. Started leaving in the cliffhanger. Incredible, incredible Gemara tomorrow, I will say. Ridiculously incredible Gemara tomorrow. Uh, I'm sorry. I just want us to come back. Yeah. That is true also. All right, have a great day, everyone.